The real estate market is booming. Whether you look in the suburbs or the city, Chicago continues to expand, creating incredible opportunities for those in the know. We'll connect with Chicago's real estate moguls to bring you the wisdom and expertise to help make your next real estate move a lucrative one on the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. Today I'm joined by Alonzo Abron, managing broker and owner of A Progeny Global. Alonzo, thank you for being here, brother. Oh, thank you for having me. Oh, what a pleasure. And it's uh, a long time coming. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, but a uh, very ambitious guy. And, you know, why don't we start by where you're from and just how you got into real estate? Okay. Uh, I'm going to say I'm from the Chicagoland area. And I say that because uh, uh, originally we're from Roseland. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, then my mother moved to Indiana for a couple of years. Right? Then she moved to Bolingbrook. And then uh, we came back, me and my wife ended up back in the south suburbs, and I've been in the south suburbs ever since. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so south side, south side. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and what, what made you get into real estate? What was the draw to it? What were you doing before you started um, mm-hmm. you know, thinking about it? Uh, so I've always been a, a young entrepreneur at heart. You know, when I was very young, I started like eight and nine. Wow. Was, was the young guy that go rake the leaves, shovel the snow. Um, help the elderly when it comes to groceries. Yeah. Uh, when we moved to Indiana, um, I used to do deliver newspapers, things of the nature. Went on to moving service. Uh, so I always had that entrepreneurial spirit. And then the real estate came about. I was really just trying to figure out what did I like, because I didn't like none of the stuff I was doing. Mm-hmm. Right? Getting older. Um, then one day I looked on TV and I seen the guy with a suit on, and he was selling real estate. So I wanted I wanted to know what that was about. So I took a class. Right, and it was, a, it was a, a broker class, and back then you didn't have to have two years, you know, uh, to become a manager broker. So I, I did the class, <laughs> and immediately went to go get the manager broker class, and I felt like, yeah, right. Didn't understand. Kill two birds with one stone. Kill two birds one stone. Now you got to go do two years before you can be a manager right, broker. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, but when I got in it, you know, um, I would join Century Twenty One, right, and then they uh, gave, they told me uh, cold calling, knocking on doors, and things of that nature. I didn't like it. I like none of it, right? Um, but what I did notice, um, once I learned the tools, the MLS, um, how to analyze property and things of nature, I started seeing the value. And I got in right when the market crashed, mm-hmm. right? So then I started studying the history of real estate, and I noticed, okay, we're in a down market. There's a lot of opportunity. That's when I started realizing that I like investing. Mm-hmm. So I started studying that, right? Okay. Yeah. And did it, what, what, when it, at what point did it become what it is today where you had this idea to start doing more? Because on one end, I mean, the, your bread and butter here in Chicago is the fact that you're transacting on real estate, right? You have yes. now um, uh, an office of seven, but, you know, brokers and, and, and transacting for residential uh, real estate. I mean, just yes. real estate in general, right? Yes. Uh, but on the other end, you have these these global ambitions that are, are, yes. are bringing Chicago to the global market and vice versa, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, t- take me through just kind of the beginning of A Progeny, the name, too, just what it means and, uh, you know, what, what where it is today in terms of the Chicago landscape. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that, too, because um, I really enjoy, enjoy the journey, right? It's never the end goal, right? It's, it's the journey of it all. Um, just to start with the name, right? A Progeny Global. My last name is Abram, right? Progeny, kids, kids. The definition, generation, global. Uh, we plan on taking our family global, and that's everyone within our organization, our affiliates, and our clients, right? Um, the thing, the, the, the way it even came about is um, 
growing up and the way we grew up, right? You know, you watch TV, you see everyone every all around the world. Uh, we wasn't uh, fortunate to have a, a lot of uh, people that was around us that was well off enough mm. or blessed yeah. enough to uh, the shows, the shows outside of the country or shoot, not even outside of the state for that matter, you know. Um, so it was always a dream. And it was like, okay, I'm going to go global. And specific, uh, specifically, I'm going to Africa. Wow. You know, I didn't know how, you know, but I just stuck to it. I had a lot of people laugh at me when I said that too, you know. Um, but it was just something, you know, I'm a very spiritual individual. Mm -hmm. um, so I believe in the law of attraction. Um, um, anybody ask me first book they think it's to read I'm gonna say Rhonda Burns uh, The Secret, secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. you know so I just knew that I was gonna do it I didn't know how you know um, my first experience um, is actually when I got um, I was gonna say the African Chamber of Commerce Chicago but it was right before that so the vice uh, the vice chair of the global African African Global Council of Chicago right Chamber of Commerce I mean her name, um, my brain is going. No, that's all right, right. right. That's right. That's yeah. But so she was my attorney, right? And Amber, her name was Amber. She was my attorney, and she invited me. She said, "Alonzo, you got you got global ambitions. You want to go to Africa? I'm going to South Africa, right?" Okay. She invited me. And I went, right? So that was my actual my official start going to the continent. And when I got back, I met Olivia Kamanzi. Is when I joined the chamber, and that really just uh, gave me a, a great start when it comes to getting to Africa. So you really did attract it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and what was it about wanting to go to Africa that you feel was put on your heart that you see the vision for? Like, take me through what that looks like for you okay. um, from the end kind of going backwards, right? Yeah. So what it is is history. The truth is history. So um, what happened is that when we moved to Indiana, uh, me and my mother and my brother and sister, we moved to Indiana, it was real racist, right? Mm -hmm. We moved to Peru, Indiana. Um, we used to watch the Ku Klux Klan march on the courthouse. Oh, jeez. Right? So then moving from, when you come from Roseland and then you move to Peru, it's a culture shock, mm. right? Yeah. So when I seen that, I started studying. I'm a, I ride with books right now. I study financial literacy, spirituality, and history. They're my three that I love, right? So I started studying a lot, and I started learning the stuff. There's a lot of stuff that one taught in the schools, right? So once you, when you start tracing that history back around the world, it, it got me real intrigued. So it's like, okay. Um, and this is not topics that we talk about uh, with, amongst each other as, as children, when talked about in the schools, and when talked about them, the parents, aunties, it was just one to talk about, right? So as a group, we need to start uh, reading up on the different leaders, some leaders that we know about, some leaders that we don't even know about and even talked about, right? So that was really the beginning, you know? So um, originally I was gonna be a civil rights attorney. Wow. That was my original plan, right? So I went to Paul, my, my original plan was gonna was do that. Um, and it was a good, the third good marshals and yeah, you know, and it yeah, goes on yeah, and on, yeah. right? But um, what um, as I went, I started following the money. I started studying money. And then when you study money, you see real history. You see the truth behind a lot of stuff. And I tell a lot of people that for me, it's not about getting rich, right? When you study the money, you see the truth about what's really going on, right? And as you, then you also realize it's a game too. <laughs> you know, it's a money game. Right, right. And it's a tool, right? So then it's like, okay, I know I can help a lot being in a civil attorney world, but I think I can help more if we go to the finance part. So that was how that Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, you're very passionate about it. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. So then in terms of like building this brand, 
on one end, the, the the residential part, and that's you know all good and well. But you have this this bigger vision for what we were talking about earlier, and you know I, I wonder how much of that you can share, and, and and you know how you've been going about one marketing it, but then two also really just educating people because it seems to be that's where um, you kind of find passion in too is is, is yeah. bringing that awareness to people. Yeah, absolutely. So it's been real challenging, right? Um, as any great thing, and especially when you uh, build it from the bottom, right? So the the first, the best marketing is the people you with. You know, attracting the individual who can see it and believe it, right? Because if you if if within a project global or being just an affiliate, if we got some type of similarity or some accord, it's gonna market through you, right? Right? Because right. it's gonna be the same. If you in a room. And there's some similarities. You're going to say, hello, so you should come to this, and vice versa. And you're going to connect me to the next person to make things work. So uh, marketing on one hand, you have, like you say, I mean, like uh, we all know you have your flyers. Now with social media is the biggest thing when it comes to marketing. But I believe the first thing is, is people and your team. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, and that's, that's the beginning of awareness. Even my team right now, I, I believe that they're with me just because they believe in the vision, right? And they're saying, okay, let's just go with it, right? And that's just not with the people that's in APG. It's the people that's the affiliates or the people that's not even have nothing, anything to do with the real estate. You know, they're just being the connectors, right? Yeah. So you, once you once you have that, then if we have similarities or we uh, believe in some of the same things, or we got we follow uh, our goals is mutual. Then it's okay. What do you do? What do I do? How do we do it together now? Yeah. Right. Sure. And as you can do that, we can do it all around the world. And thanks to God, the technology, they make it way more easier. Yeah. You know. So that's my my marketing mainly is that right and then everything else is the bonus as it comes we could put it in place but um the whole world don't see what alonzo and a project global and the team and affiliates been doing when it comes to building this right but we're working tirelessly behind the scene and things are getting done now when it starts getting shown on the level that it, it is they, that's going to be the fruits of labor been for years of been working right that marketing is going to come from all the marketing we've been doing by networking and being together with each other Absolutely, absolutely. And, and take me through when you were building the team. What was the most important thing uh, for you to build a team around? Kind of this philosophy, right? Because it's not mm-hmm. just. I mean, you do, like I said, you're doing a lot. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. To be quite honest, that's that is the most frustrating part. I bet. Right. I bet. Because it's, it's, if you didn't have patience, going doing, going through the one of this, it'll make you have patience. But the, the truth is, is that. Once you talk to individuals, it's okay. It's not for everyone. First thing is understanding that, you know. As I come and say, hey, uh, Tony, can you come and join this journey? We're going to take over the world, you know. Yeah. That might not even be your idea. We might can do some transaction together. We can do some business together. And that's necessarily saying that you're, you're believing everything in what APG doing and what we're growing, right? But those who do, you know, it's going to naturally come. You know, they go back to that spiritual part of myself. It's that. It's that. It's, it, it may not happen tomorrow. It may not happen five years from now. It may not happen ten years. It may not happen in my lifetime, you know, and I'm okay with that, you know. But this is what this is the journey that I choose to take and those who will go go with it or who it will naturally come. It will be a natural state of being. You you spoke about Oprah earlier. Right, and I appreciate right, right. You, how, you, how you spoke, how you brought that up, how, how in the 80s, how did she bring, become so dominant you know, she it wasn't like you said. She wasn't selfish. That wasn't for her, and it's gonna it's gonna naturally come. So that's how I look at it. You know, so everyone who's a part of the team, whether they with inside of APG or an affiliate, I love them more than what they even understand. Yeah. Because of that's this, this is not normal. Yeah. yeah a Project sure. Global is definitely not normal. It's <laughs> definitely un- unorthodox. 
you know, and then as we grow more, rather, um, not even grow, as time progress, the public will see what I mean when we say that. Yep, yep. So yeah. obviously you you went from, you know, sharing to be with people, your 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 vision and having someone laugh at you. And you know, yeah, there's absolutely. a lot of believing in yourself that's necessary where others, I mean, and you hear it all the time, right? That's just part of when people build something that others can't see. Right. right, you have to overcome those things. But what for you has been apart from that, right? And 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 you obviously have that self belief. But through the journey, what what has been the biggest thing you've had to overcome, and some of those lessons you learned uh, along the way? The, the, one of the biggest things I had to overcome, um, and it's, it's a lesson that you've seen firsthand. Yeah, is to just do, just do. So one of my problems, I was always waiting for the right time. Mm. You know, and as we talked about earlier, there is no right time. You know, like you said. Life is not promised tomorrow, so what we're waiting on. And I mean that even right now, um, even from the residential transaction side to um, finally just going full throttle when it comes to um, us investing in multifamily, you know, I could have been been on that path, you know. Yeah. Um, that's that's what I would say one of my biggest complications was that right there. Waiting on the right time, waiting on the right people, waiting on, waiting on the right money, you know. That, that's the biggest. That's the biggest. And, and obviously, you know, some of those things have changed for you. So how, how how has that changed for you in the sense of, you know, kind of tapping into what you're going after and, and being able to now do versus maybe waiting a little bit, right? Have you noticed that things have, have, have changed for you in, in that regard? Yes. Yes. Um, and this is, this is the most humbling part, right? The most humbling part is at this moment we have a foundation, mm-hmm. right? We have something to build on now, right? So you can imagine we could talk about the go back to talking about the team. You talking about I was talking to a team and not having anything, not even the office, right? And we said we're gonna, we're going to Africa, <laughs> we're going to the Caribbean, and Latin America. You know, now we have a foundation, and we have uh, we're part of different organizations, and we have things that could be a, a, a testimony to uh, we're really going to pull this thing off. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, we have uh, people around us who who will support. Um, even when it comes to the investing part of the game, you know, we have the knowledge now. You know, we have the experience. When it even comes to real estate or being a consultant, um, experience um, here and internationally, you know, mm-hmm. that stuff right there is valuable within itself because uh, you need that stuff. That yeah. was, that's that's our education. That's for um, not to take nothing from the institutional uh, schooling, but that hands-on. There's nothing better than that experience. So even when you're talking about the residential, I'm not just your regular consultant. I'm not just your regular realtor. Right, and I love us realtors um, and our organizations, but we have a lot of tools, a lot of resources, a lot of great people. Right, and when you come out the investing part of the game, which I've been doing for like, twelve or thirteen years, that's a lot of insight. Right, and you're saying when you come into going into the multifamily piece, and when I speak multifamily, I'm specifically talking about five units or better at this moment. You know, because it, um, that alone, when you get to seeing that, and you're a person like I am, and an organization is built in our culture to help build each other and build one another. Once you get to seeing how you can really uh, create generational wealth in that sense, um, now when you go to residential, that's one thing, right? And yes, you could build your generational wealth. You get a full unit, yes, you can build it. But once you get to knowing about this commercial, um, this commercial real estate and me specifically, because I'm a multifamily guy, once you get to seeing that, now you could re- you really see how you could build families, you know. So it's intriguing. So and I'll take it back a few years, even say five years from uh, five years ago, I wasn't here. Mm-hmm. You know, so now we have a ground to stand on that we can actually be of a use and uh, help to the people. That's awesome. So, so out of this, you know, what's what's the the, the big vision? Take me to kind of like I said to that end of what you hope for. 
um, you know, what can we expect in 2023 and beyond, right? Yeah, yeah. So 2023 is going to be uh, extremely fun for us um, because it's, it's, it's our year of, uh, I'm going to say, coming out, right? Yeah. Um, because of what are we doing in Ghana, right? What we're going to do is we're going to focus on educating the public about Ghana, right? That's one of the things internationally, right? But Ghana, we can't do everything at once, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have that type of capacity as much as I wish we had, right? But we're going to focus on educating people about Ghana, right? And we're going to focus on educating Ghana uh, about Chicago because we are sister cities, right? So we're going to focus on that. Um, then we're going to focus on um, building our commercial department, our multifamily department specifically out, and we're going to focus on building our team and our brand. Right, we're gonna focus on our networking. I continue the same thing we're doing while really getting prepared for more of 2024. Mm. So 2023, we're gonna be your consultant to, to, to talk to you guys about and teach you guys and we say teach consult about uh, what's going on in the markets because the market is changing, right? So we're gonna we rather prepare prepare the public um, and, and specifically, and I just give an example because I'm an example kind of guy sometimes, <laughs> right? So when even when it say multifamily, uh, you may have your 20 or 25 unit. You got a balloon payment that's coming due in a year or so. Do you know what, how these interest rates getting ready to affect you when you try to refi, right? So stuff like stuff like that is where we're gonna come. We're gonna start going toward that arena, so we can start educating the people. Because so now you can imagine um, how many, and no disrespect to our realtor community, but a lot of realtors play in the game and and are sad that they don't really understand. Mm. So some of them clients don't even know what they're up against, right? So we want to go into that education, the Ghana piece, but then start educating the public about that piece because we're coming into those times. The interest rates, they're going to raise them again yeah. in, in December. Oh, we don't wow. know when they're going to stop. Who knows? But if you follow that, once again, follow the money, right? What are they doing that can help us prepare for what we got to do, right? So we're going to focus on 2023 is education. That's what we're going to focus on 2023. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you, you know, coming in and sharing your story, but also yeah, that's the, the approach they're bringing to real estate in Chicago and beyond and, and bringing the international community here. So excited to see uh, what things come. Yeah, and I, I appreciate you being here. It's amazing. I, I, like, don't get no better than this, you know. We need, the world need more of you. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>